Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. The first four hours were simply in a moose bouche I'm stuffed. I can't remember the last time I ate this much. Sure you don't want no dessert? Not for me. Yeah, I'm good. Your table is ready for Carmen and Lima's emerging podcast scene. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. That's X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. You want to make your home dreams come true. You go with the fine folks at Extend Technology. Seriously, they'll bring you into the 21st century. Man, it's fantastic. was talking to Tony just the other day about how great the experience is. You're going to love it. You are absolutely going to love it. Once you choose to squeeze that trigger and you go with the folks with Extend Technologies, you're going to be glad you did. You're going to wonder why you didn't do it way sooner. Online first, X-T-E-N-D-A-V.com. It's more than just AV. It's a way of life with Extend Technologies, friendos. All right. You want to go behind the scenes of, of Sunday, but we're going to do this in a difference. You have to interview me, basically. Well, is I how, well, I can't that. just sit here and tell, and tell tales, which was like, okay, we're going to bring up the flag football thing on the show, which was funny because it is like, I did say, you're like, well, I, I think you'll make it entertaining for me. And I go, well, I'd hope so. That's what we do for a living. And it's like, well, that is kind of funny. You take a subject and you're like, all right, make that entertaining. Go. All right, take this subject. Make it entertaining. Go. Take that subject. Make, no, tell I, me a story. Make me interesting. I, go. I brought stuff to the airwaves. We really are court that jesters. That I thought was going to be great, that I, I've told my friends. Well, not everything's a home ran run. Ran it by them and, and, and crowdsourced, and then I get on the air, yeah. and I'm like, this story sucked. And I'm just like, time to move on to the next thing. <laughs> I like doesn't... how you workshop, our, workshop your tweets with us, though. Yeah. Yeah, a lot of times. That's and, funny. well, that, that, that's because especially – the drunk tweeting during the Cavs runs and the Indians runs in the playoffs, the drunk tweeting was at an all-time high. There wasn't a night of the week where there was a game where I wasn't drinking. It, I mean, it, it really was a problem. I mean, oh. when, you, when you put up that way, okay. it's a problem. Because well, we're getting into some really no, deep it's, it's, stuff I'm now. I'm a social drinker. Forget about sideline reporting. Let's no, get into this. I'm a social drinker, and when I'm out, there's a drink in my hand. There's At no point is there not a drink in my hand. There's going to be one. And like, What do you mean the, socially? Like when you go to Target? Kenny, at least I put a shirt on in there. By the way, I want to tell a story uh, at some point. Yesterday, something what happened. What have I ever been shirtless in a no, target? No, I'm not talking about you. Oh. Uh, I do have a story about being in the gym yesterday. Tell it right now. No, but real quick. So if you think about the damage to the collective livers of Northeast Ohio, I've talked to friends about this. 2016 was all-time bad. It was all-time bad. When you think about the events, go all the way back. Go, go to everything. That was the Stipe Miocic fight. The the monsters, is that what they're called? Won the won the championships. Some people yes. went to those playoff games. A lot of people did. A lot of people went to those. Uh, you had the Republican convention. Yes. Which it wasn't what people hoped it was going to be in terms of downtown traffic and all that. But still a lot of prostitutes, though. A lot of prostitutes and hotel bars were the place to be. A lot of drinking, and then for prostitutes, obviously that's always the place to be. 
and not to mention, obviously, the Cavs' playoff run. You know, the Cavs' playoff run, which culminated in the championship, that's four rounds of game. Now, they swept through, right? They sweep through the Eastern Conference, so we played minimum so, games. Yes. But four rounds where you're drinking every other night, and when they're on the road, you're drinking. Because we were at bars in Tremont, Ohio City, downtown. We were everywhere. There were watch parties everywhere. Our school, Bull and Fox, were doing shows every night at the Clevelander. It seemed like, here we go again, that was the home of their show. Now it's, uh, now it's their homes. Uh, that's the home of their show. Then the Indians. If Bull didn't drink then, is he ever really going to drink? No, he's exactly. not. Exactly. He's, he's totally over it. Then, fast forward to the Indians run, which I know baseball runs are shorter. The, the playoffs are truncated. Again, it was every day. Remember, some of those games are earlier. And you just, you're out. I'm with all my friends. We were all, that's what all of us did. Every time out. And then it wasn't just the guys. All the women were out. Um, they didn't even necessarily. You were ki- single Lima. And I was single Lima. So at no point was I not going to be drinking. And I lived five minutes from downtown. So it was, now it misses me. Why did I bring this up? What was the point of this? I don't know you were going to say. No, there was a reason I was bringing this up. I don't remember. You were out and about. I don't know. I don't remember. And Owen's not listening. Yes, so. you said you had a story to tell. Well, this is uh, in the gym yesterday. There you go, shirtless. No, this is a totally different story. I'll tell it. So I'm at the gym, and I'm talking to uh, this one person I know. In between sets, normally I don't like to do that, but happened to strike up a conversation yesterday. And all of a sudden, she looks over my shoulder. Then I turn and look because I saw the look on her face. First time I have seen this since college. So 20-plus years here. Guy just took his shirt off at the cables where the cable crossovers were. He just took his shirt off. We're inside, and he was a big guy, redhead. Actually, kind of looked like you. Just took his shirt off. Great. Just blatantly took his shirt off. We start dying because it's so out of nowhere. We're not in Venice Beach. You can't do We're that in, in a California. public gym, can you? I don't know where you can do that anywhere. This is not some shirtless circus. You have to take care of yourself we're, and others. We're not down at the, the park in South Beach where they, they do have a lot of unbelievably buff, half-naked men and women working That's out. That's where they used to say Hulk Hogan was from. From Venice Beach, California. California. Yeah, Venice. Weighing in at 325 pounds, <laughs> the world's heavyweight champion, Hulk they know the rest. Go ahead. At, well, they, they work out outside of Venice Beach. Well, they also have the inside, the, the muscle, uh, what do they call it, muscle beach I used to love how they used to do that, like they used to do the old announcer. Yeah, it was they amazing. Ne- they haven't done that in like 30 years. They, Go ahead. They need to bring it back. Yes, You're right. they do. But we were wondering who is going to be the first to say something because in our society now, everybody is so put off by everything. Yeah. You know, if you take your shoes off on an airplane, somebody is going to tell the flight attendant, you take your shoes off somewhat. Now, you might get tattled on for masking, and we've been through that, and that's not what we're going to talk about here. But if you take your shirt off at a gym, somebody's going to tattle on you. Well, they should. It's disgusting. I mean, I, it doesn't really bother me that much to where I'm going to tattle on them. No, but someone will. He's shirtless. It needs to be covered up. Oh, well, I wanted it off because I want to sneak a picture. Oh. But the risk of getting caught taking a picture nowadays, especially in a gym, is tough. And then what am I going to do with that? I remember I put a picture of somebody on Twitter who I look back and I'm like, what was I doing? I was trying to, I was trying to get a response. I was trying to get people reacting and laughing. And basically it was at the misfortune of a guy. I'm not going to say why. Hey, he was overweight. 
and he looked ridiculous. The what he was dressed up in, he looked ridiculous. I was at the airport, and I put a tweet out, and I got like nasty. Like a bunch of people did what I wanted them to do, which was laugh and laugh at the guy's poor misfortune. And you know, I've grown up since then, Kenny. <laughs> I wouldn't do that today. And I do. I was like, ah, oh, that is that is me trying to be funny. That was stupid. But I got some nasty responses by some people who are like, grow up. Why are you doing this guy? Who You don't know what he's battling with. You don't know his mental health the situation. The shirtless guy? This was a guy in an airport. You weren't listening. Oh, no. This was a guy in an airport. I was reading Keith's text. I'm uh, sorry. Like, but so I don't take pictures of anybody anymore for the sole reason of it's bad form. This is a person with a family. Like, it does teach you. He's a man. He's a family. But the guy without the shirt on I was trying to take a picture of yesterday in the gym just for that purpose. Like, it doesn't matter if he has a family or not. He's flaunting his goods. This needs to be insu- either yeah. mocked or shamed. I'll do the mocking. You guys can do the shaming. I'm, I, well, I can't do either. I'm not in the gym. I wouldn't know. I just assume it's bad form, right? Uh, I, it, it's a public gym. Many, many, many people but are using it. what's worse, him taking a shirt off or somebody snapping a picture of him and putting it on Twitter? Um, you're the one who has to see that guy at the gym again? Yeah. Was he buff? Pretty buff. Was he the stuff? Yeah, so I think he might be like, you good. Good. Wow, really? I look, I look good. I don't know. I don't know about that. I think it would be fighting time because he knows you're making fun of him, and those guys don't tend to take it very well. Making fun of his they're un- not big jokesters. You're right. They're not, yeah, but they're not big jokesters. Guys who really work out, like Keith. Keith Britton is a workout fiend. He's not a big jokester. He's not very <laughs> hilarious. That's not how that works. All right, do we want to go behind the scenes here? You have to interview me if we're going to do this because I can't just start telling the All tale. Right. All right, Kenny was uh, – he got the call up. Ken Carmen, I got my called friend. up to the big time. Got- I remember the call. I was in my truck, too. Jason Gibbs called me. Well, it was exciting. And then oh, I had he to be was quiet the one that called like you? That's weeks. not as fun. Needs what do you be, mean? needed to be either Jimmy Haslam or Andrew Berry like they do the draft picks. Oh, my How God. Great, that you know, would have been perfect. Why didn't we do that on the air? That would have been great. Or John Dorsey calling you? From Detroit, huh? What would that have sounded like? I was just eating chili, <laughs> and you'd stop. There's some crackers. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why that one's going to work out well. Um, How yeah. great would so, that have been? So Gibbs called me, and Nathan, who does a wonderful job on the sidelines, was doing But TV. you're trying to take his job. No, I'm not. I'm not trying to take his job because I know I can't take his job. Well, I've done fill and duty before in this market, and trust me when I tell you, you'll get accused of trying to take someone's job. Oh, I've been accused of trying to take people's jobs before. I've never tried to take somebody's job, but I have been accused of trying to take someone's job. I can. I, I know this is about your situation. Can I just vent for a Please, second? Please, go ahead. Like, do they do that in Hollywood when, you know, you don't see George Clooney doing when anything. When the woman who filled in for Aunt Viv, yeah, she was trying to take a job. Well, okay, that's even a better example. Thank you. But, like, you don't see George Clooney acting in any big movies anymore because he's it's kind of past his prime, right? Yeah. Is George Clooney screaming and yelling at the younger actors? You're trying to take my job. Guess what? It's show business. And in a way, what we do is a variation of show business on a very minor level. Yes, we all want the best jobs in newspaper, radio, TV. That's the goal. The goal is to get the big jobs in every market. So I guess, yes, we are trying to take everybody's job. It's competitive out there. I'm not trying to take anybody's job. But you are. I have a job. Yes, but you would be. If tomorrow the Browns said, Ken, we want you to be the you play-by-play voice. You think I'd turn that down? Of course. So are you trying to take Jim Donovan's job? No. No, but you'd want the job. It's semantics. 
But no, when people say you're trying to trap me with words here. I wanted Bull and Fox off the air. <laughs> I wanted Kylie and Booms off the air. I wanted okay. Baskin and Phelps off the hold air on, because I on, wanted a show. I wanted JT the Brick off the air. <laughs> Uh, you are okay. It's if you were offered the job, yes, but you're not like doing some house of cards plotting against. Like that's no, what I consider taking true. a job. Yeah, I didn't try to surreptitiously record somebody, yeah. which, by the way, I think our boss did to oh, us as we walked in here. Use that against us, yes. All of a sudden, I see oh, the Comrex box used to disseminate this fine podcast. It has been on the entire time since I've been in here eating chili. Can you imagine what what decorum is that yeah. by our boss who should know better? I guess I should know We were better. talking about the Nixon tapes earlier. Here we are. Open mic. Yeah, Rachel Nichols. So, she found out the hard way. I mean, Dustin Fox has an ESPN studio in mm. his basement set up, and I said, you better never put that on, mm. ever, because that's the exact same setup that got Rachel Nichols. Well, her words got her in trouble, but that's the situation of how Nothing her really words got to her, though. No, because she's, she's still a rock star there. Yeah. She still is. Not, Some people really are upset her. with her, but yeah. Anyway. So you're trying to take Jim Don's I'm, job is what you're no, saying. No, 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 I'm not trying to take his or Doug's or Nathan's. I filled in once, and that's it. And it was uh, – see, you can't say those guys. Leave it to Nathan. Don't say them. Lord almighty. Jim is an institution. Doug is an institution. Nathan is becoming an institution with him. He's just been with him a shorter amount of time. So that's where that stands. Are you gonna? Are we gonna do this and go we behind the scenes? We are doing it. That no, because you're, you're, you're putting you're, this has become a deposition yes. of. Well, are you trying to do that? No, you've become quite accusatory. I have not at all. It's just everybody knows it's the elephant in the room. Uh, what anybody will do to try to get those jobs. So now, what have you, I tried to do? What are you talking? I didn't. I didn't accuse I'm you. I'm trying to do anything. I would never try to accuse you. It's you just, are trying to accuse me here. It's just there's no doubt you have a recording of that audio and you've sent it out. I don't have to any all audio. the NFL teams. I don't have any audio. <laughs> okay, that, that if if I was asked, what if I? <laughs> okay, what if I got the chance to do another team's play by play? How weird would that be? Oh, another football team? Yeah. If they're like, Ken, we want you to be the voice of the Arizona you Cardinals. Know you know how easy that would be? What? What are you paying me? Oh, that's what they but like? But it would be so awkward. Like, no, you can keep your day job. You can, be, you can do radio <laughs> in Cleveland. But you're the voice of the Arizona Cardinals. <laughs> like, okay. Okay, be an adjustment. You'd, All right. You'd have to fight doing the references of that team. On the, You'd almost go out of your way not to do their references. Well, oh, because you would make fun of me on the air. Oh, yeah. Oh, That's hey, true. Mr. Cardinals fan. Ken Cardinals, what's going on? <laughs> How you doing? Uh, oh, I was talking to my buddy, uh, you know, Neil Lomax. <laughs> we were here and we were having a conversation with Neil Lomax coming up next <laughs> on the Cardinals radio, so Joe, on the University of Phoenix, Cardinals yes, radio network. So good catch. So Joe Bugle, uh, we was on the pregame show. Anyway, um, so it had to be it had to be awesome. First of all, you were nervous, and I've never been so nervous since August 29th, and I thought about it. I thought about it in my career. There have been all these benchmark moments that you, you want to do. read my text I sent to you before the show. Oh, let me look for it. Uh, in, no, before in, I went on, in, in all of our careers, I think there are still some things that you get nervous for, no matter what. Like first time I was ever on TV. Mm -hmm. First time I ever did an update here on that very first day when everybody was watching. I mean, our entire staff mm -hmm. was watching. Uh, that was nerve-wracking. Doing comedy 
at the improv in front of 300 people when I had no business and had no idea what I was there. I was there. I saw it. It was awesome. Oh, my God. He was so good. No, I wasn't. You guys, he was so good. You have no idea. It was so funny. I bombed the second show. He had one joke that was just awful, and we cannot repeat it. No. But it was hilarious. Um, Dustin and I were dying (laughs) laughing. We were the only ones in the room at that one. But the other jokes were funny. The joke he said, we are not even going to reference. Do not even reference what it's about. Can't do it. And Lima had a joke that is way over the line. And Dustin and I were about to just – you could have just thrown us – it would have been it would have been coffin flop right then and there <laughs> for Dustin and I. We were rolling out of the bottom of a coffin naked after what he said. Anyway, so you ahead. So you were nervous, understandably, yeah. and you, yeah. you should be. You should be if you're not nervous. They say this all the time. If you are not – and I hear stand-up comics talk about this all the time. You, they still get nervous. If you're not nervous, well, you're either a sociopath or you don't belong. Yeah. You don't belong doing it's that true. job because you don't understand. You haven't put in the work. You don't understand. The reason you're nervous is because you did put in the work, and you want to make sure that it reflects on that. It really is. I know that sounds twisted and counterintuitive, but you, you, it has a gravitas. Yeah. Okay, There's, there, it just is. Doing any of these, these gigs for people like us because that's what we all want to do. And a lot of people who are listening right now, they probably want to do it too. Then they realize – Oh, yeah, I, I don't really want to just make minimum wage for the next 20 years of my life, you know, to get to that point. So you yeah. texted me at? It had to be. 11.22. So you're already doing pregame stuff. You're already at the stadium. Yeah. At 11.22. I'm, in, I'm, I'm texting you from the stadium there. You said, I'm about to blank myself. I'm so nervous. <laughs> and I wrote, stop. It's absolutely true. I said, you'll be fine. And I knew you'd be fine, and you were fine. Because in the end, it's just another variation of the thing that we've done a thousand times. Yeah. The only difference is it's not a live studio audience because you, not everybody – although there are people listening to the radio call in the stands, it's which the, is always interesting to me. It's the same, but it's completely different. Let me tell you why and why I was so nervous. Is one, when we do this, like I'm nervous for this because this, you know, this, this is how I feed my family and pay for my home where my kids come to yeah. play with their toys. <laughs> like this is my everyday thing. But it's it's my name that's there, so I'm ultimately it's ultimately Lima and I are charge in charge of our show and what we're doing. It's our names that's on top of the thing, so that's what it is. And I and I take it very seriously. Sometimes it doesn't sound that way, but I do. There, it was totally different because usually they're just like, here, take this mic, try to be funny, try to try to be entertaining, try to do whatever. This was take this mic, be quick. Be tight, get the words and info out, have your personality because it's you and that's why we picked you, mm-hmm. but also you are not the focus. The guys on the play, the, pe- the people on the field who are playing and participating are the focus. Then there's Jim and Doug and then they're the focus and then there's what you're reporting on. You are not the focus, don't even try to be the focus. That's the way I took it. They didn't say that to me. I, I take it that way. And you're 100% right. That is what it's exactly. supposed to be. It's not supposed to be you doing stand-up. You remember the uh, the Dennis Miller fiasco on Monday Night Football, which I enjoyed, by the way. Nobody else seemed to. But that was him kind of making it about him. People don't want that. Yeah. And they certainly, for the Browns, maybe if you'd done it for three years, yeah. then you can get – I've seen that with uh, Andre Knott. Andre Knott on, on TV. He's comfortable now. Yeah. He's part of the show. He's part of the deal. You would become part of it over time. Nathan's part of the deal. Yes. Now, so that yes. does. But you're right. In a situation like that, you are not the deal. Exactly. It is 
You're you're, you're a storyteller. So the fish Tell the story. Yeah, so the fish is out of water, and Keith Britton made sure to highlight one certain part of it, which I'll talk to you about here in a bit. So I, I was nervous because I know that there are plenty of people who listen to our show and we're thankful, and they know because they consume Browns. They're Browns fans, and they consume Cleveland media and consume a, a Browns opinions. And so they're people because of the Odyssey app who listen to our show, and they comment on Browns, and da, 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 da. it's all throughout the country. But there's plenty of people who are listening on, like, serious. They, they don't know about the fan. They don't know about any of our other things that we do. Oh, you're so They right. know Jim and yeah. Doug, and they know Nathan, and that's it. So they don't know that we do champions pose, and they don't know that we get in big arguments, and they don't know that I like to say is you funny or or just to bother people. Reckless they don't know speculations, that. They not don't funny know any of that. They no. don't know me, and they don't need to know me, and they don't care because over the next four hours, they just want to get through the Browns. They want to hear the Browns game. That's what they care about. So that is what made me nervous. Like, I w- it was so weird because it's just so different. Everything is fill the space – Make it entertaining, and my whole thing is you got to every everybody's like you got to stretch things out. You never know when people are going to get in. Da, 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 da. You got to stretch things out. Here it was: be tight, ten seconds or less, go. Like, got to make a quick go. Tell something good and entertaining, and and then there's you got to be paying attention to who's right. There was you watch the game so different from even when you do it on TV because you're watching the sidelines, you're watching who comes in, who comes out. I had Clay next to me who was phenomenal. Clay is telling me this is the first time I've seen. Marvin Wilson run into the game. Look at his jersey. He's clean. He's just sweaty. He, this is the first time he's played. Like, Clay's telling me this. Clay Weiss is paying attention to the people running in and out. Like, he knows because he's done it for a while. He knows what we're looking for when people check in the game. That is very Clay, helpful. Because Clay yeah. does regular season games, and there's a lot of times where a lot of the same people are playing. But in the but he's so well-versed in that that he can do it during the preseason and he could look at it and go, okay, so-and-so is going to be playing center here. Javon Patterson just got up. You see how he's moving around. He's going to go – like, he helped me with that. Like, I knew James Hudson switched from left tackle to right tackle for Alex Taylor, who, by the way, best offensive lineman since Orlando Pace to come out of, out of South Carolina State. Thank you very much. So, the late, great Orlando Pace. And so, you could throw that in there. So, there's a lot of there's, – there's stuff coming from Clay. Yes, Nathan is on TV, but there's stuff coming from Nathan because Nathan knows things and hears things, and so he's trying to impart his help and help with his wisdom. And then you have Mike Annarella from the Browns mm. who's on all the injuries. So, like, I'm looking at the field. The tent's closed behind me. I didn't even know Greedy Williams was in there. And he came over and goes, Greedy's in the tent. And I go, okay. And he and I first I thought, I was like, is it a hamstring again? He goes, no, it's a groin. I'll keep you updated. So, okay. And I, I speak up there. Because Jason can hear me at all times. Jim and Doug can't. Yeah. Jason can hear me. I go, Grady's got a groin. He goes, okay, coming down. And then you can't hear. I had my own headphones on. So you can hear Jim and Doug, but it's a little faint. Now, I'm hard of hearing. So I got it turned all the way up. And it's still, to me, a little faint. And what about with the crowd? <laughs> Thank God I was wearing over-ear headphones. Because the crowd was very loud, even though there wasn't a full boat. And the the sound system is just it shakes the ground. It is very loud in there. And now, if you notice, I don't know if you noticed on Sunday, they've really got active on music between plays. Oh yeah, and yeah. like Kansas City plays hard, heavy music at Arrowhead between plays. Like they play really like like cold chamber heavy stuff between plays. We played a little bit, but it's, some of it's a little bit of a let-me-up music, the, you know, fun music, things like that. But you hear that, and so there's times where, 
like you hear Jim, and Jim goes, third down, and Elijah Lee on the 10. Because you're hearing it third down coming up. And so now it's coming back in, and the Browns find themselves in a situation to get off the field. And then all of a sudden you'll hear, if I say something, and I'll say, Greedy Williams has a, has a groin injury. And Jason go, copy or whatever. And then Jim will get done with the play. And then you hear very loud, let's go down to Ken on the sidelines. And then there's this pause. And Jim, and there's this pause, and he's talking. And let's send out the sidelines with Ken Carmen. Ken, and da-da-da-da-da-da, and away you go. So you're hearing everything. And you're, you're reporting both to the people who are listening. And you're reporting to Jason, who is... The maestro conducting mm. the entire – well, really, he's conducting the technical side of things because Jim is up there and he's basically conducting the It's quite a production. I don't think people understand game. what really is, production it is. Yes. And unlike yes. television where there are pauses and you're allowed to have pauses and the announcer doesn't have to give every formation in radio, Jim is going the whole time because he has to paint the picture. And so he has a producer in his ear that has to be careful. He's being given notes. Those notes are flying in. I've been in the booth. Kenny, it is something to see the stats and the notes come in on those uh, those those sticky notes. Yeah. They come in fast and furious throughout the game. And it's, so for Jim yeah. to sit there while Jason, the producer, uh, one of the producers, is, yes. is going through all of that, and then you're sitting there waiting, it is a huge production. I got comfortable about, okay, so the game's about to kick off, and it's so hot, and I was glad it was – I was actually glad it was so hot because I go – I got something to take my focus off being nervous because it's so uncomfortable down here and hot. <sighs> so I know if I'm uncomfortable, I will be more focused on that than I am, and it can help me relax. So I did the first – like they were like, okay, we're going to come down to you right before kickoff, have a couple of things you want to say. Did that. I noticed in my head I started saying – yeah, I see that. I noticed in my head I started saying tonight instead of today. And then when okay. I started, when I was saying tonight instead of today, I realized I was, and this is a this is a mistake we all make. I started, I was air checking myself while I was updating, which is not a good idea. <laughs> Wait, how did that go? If because if you start, the, the thing is, is if you're going, if I say tonight and I realize I'm saying tonight in the middle of my thing, I'm thinking about what I'm said and not what I'm going to say, and that's just going to make for more mistakes. It is amazing that when you get bogged down, I'm yes. saying you, any of us, any of us, you get bogged down in something, the simplest sentence structure you are now doubting in your mind. Yes, does that even make sense? Is that a word? Yes, is that even make sense? Do you phrase it like that? Is it what is that? So I got through it, I did it, I got through it. I was like, opportunity, what did I say? Opportunity and organization. I thought I had a really good line. I go, Kevin Stefanski's got a system, and it's going to wait for no man, guys. And, like, back to them. <laughs> and so I turned to Clay, and I was like, is that good? And he's like, yeah, you're, you're good. You're good. And Jason's like, there you go. Like, Jason will coach you up in the air. Like, that's perfect. That's what you oh, good. want. Good, good. That helps. Yeah. And then they go. he goes, you got anything on defense right now? And I go, Andrew Billings. And I knew I wanted to talk about Andrew Billings, and it all went out the window. And I, <laughs> and we played it on our show, and they're like, John Telich tweet texted me. He's like, it wasn't bad. No, I don't want to hear it. Yeah, don't play no, it. we got to hear it now. I got, I got to take my headphones what? off. Oh, you got to take it off. Here. All right, go ahead and play it. Audio courtesy of the UH Browns Radio Network. Here we go. Go ahead and play it. <laughs> sideline, back and down to the steamy Browns sideline, and here's Ken Carmen. One of the things we're really paying attention to last year was that game against Las Vegas where Vegas just lined up and pounded away in that bad weather. They missed Andrew Billings. He's getting a chance to 
today to get himself up to speed. Also with Ant Billings, we're seeing a couple of opportunities for Jordan Elliott as well. A guy, a second year guy who Joe Woods really thinks that he can make a difference inside. All right, thanks, Ken. <laughs> All right, that's it. Uh, okay. okay. So when I when I heard Keith, it the first time, Keith I thought you were being too hard on yourself. Keith texted me and, and he said it was terrible. And I I heard it. Obviously, it's you had way better ones. You got way more comfortable. Do you wonder what I think? What kills you the most is not that it didn't come out the way you wanted to. It's that you think Jim Donovan in his head is going, exactly. "What the hell is he saying? Exactly. He contributed nothing to this." Listen, I'm not just saying this because <laughs> someone might clip it and send it to him or whatever. Because Jim does consume a lot of media. Yes, he does. The I'm being dead serious about this. I listen to all the play-by-play -play guys in the NFL. I listen to them all. I listen to as much college football as I can. We have the same thing, except Jim lives on a great, big, tremendous farm, and he listens on his tractor. He does. But I listen on my mower, and then I go in and I work on other things, and I listen to every. I listen to the guys who do K-State games. I listen to the Iowa State broadcast, obviously. I listen to Gary Dolphin in Iowa. I listen to the dude at Penn State. Obviously, I listen to Paul Keels. I listen to everybody who does everything. I listen to them all, as many as I possibly can. I have, I have made Lima feel like I was the biggest dork ever. I listen to a guy named Dirk who does the play-by-play -play of Michigan Tech hockey <laughs> because I feel it's very, very good. And he does it by himself. It's like Dirk Hayhurst or Hayhoof or I forget his last name, but he's very good. It's like a 93-something to mix up there. I'm going to tell you this right now. Jim is the best. Jim is the best on the radio, and part of that, yes, I'm sure some of it is because we're from here. But a lot of it is, yeah, he's just the best. There's a cadence to it. There is, there's a way to make a team that has historically been bad, now is good, but historically been bad, very entertaining. And Jim is the best. And so Jim's opinion of the broadcast or the fear that he's going to think it's not very good was the terrifying thing of the afternoon because the second I got off, I could just think to Jim going, oh, he might have made a mistake here. And so <laughs> – I was terrified of that, and then I, in my head, I turned to Clay, and Clay's like, you're fine. Don't worry about it. You're fine. And I'm just sitting there going, I'm glad I got – you can't be afraid of the mic. You're afraid of the mic. Stop being afraid. Just do it. And then I did one on Demetric Felton next. Do we have the Demetric Felton one? I bet we don't because that one was very good. Because it was good? Do we have the Demetric – okay, tell me when you got the Demetric Felton. I think you'll like the Demetric Felton. Once I got the Demetric Felton – no, we don't have the Demetric Felton. We don't keep the good stuff. I've got greedy, and I've got – Something there at the end. No, I don't want the something there at the end. <laughs> the Demetric Felton was when I was like, okay, you can do this. And that's when I got comfortable, well, and that's when I wasn't afraid to do it anymore. Yeah, that's, I had to get a bad one yeah, out of the way. Yeah. I had to do a bad one. Boy, it is. Uh, it, I've, I've never done. We're brought to you by Extend Technologies, by the way. Dirk Hembroff is his name. Thank you very much. I've never done radio sidelines. I've done the TV sidelines for a ton of high school and some college. And... It is uh, – it's a different world. It is such a different world. Radio, I think you – you, it, I think all those whatever mistakes you think you made or the things you're going to stress or dwell on, out the window the next time. It's just comfort. Now you know how to get to the stadium on time. You know – that's all part of it. You know what to prep for and what not to prep for. I mean, Kenny, the prep work for football, people have no – well, I'm sure they do have an idea because they study it too. Our, our listeners study at home yeah. all the backups to the backups. They know more than I do. Sometimes about these guys, the yes, rosters true. in a preseason, it's just going to be way harder for you to tell those stories yeah. than it would be the moment it was a regular season game. 
But that's when you got to dive deep because then you have to tell more stories to guys that people don't know about. And so that's what I'm glad we got to the crux of it. Like, it's not just making the fans like, okay, this guy's okay. It's like, hey, you know, I've been listening. I told the story. My dad, I worked at a restaurant. My dad picked me up from that restaurant to take me home from work. I'm 14 years old, 15 years old. And it's the Dwayne Rudd game, and I'm listening mm-hmm. to Jim Donovan and Doug Deacon on the, dra- on the during the Dwayne Rudd game. And so you listen to these guys when I'm 14 years old, working at a restaurant, trying to trying to see. I, frankly, I was more interested in going over and getting some over the pants action from w- one of the waitresses or with the hostess than I was ever thinking that I'd ever be doing this. And for that moment, like these guys are legends and you never even, I never even thought I'd be around them, let alone do this. And so you're with them and yeah, their opinion matters a great deal. Sure. And so if I would have went in there and done a bleak job of it, I, I, I knew I would never sleep well again. I knew I'd never sleep well again. And it, it did. It affected my entire week. I cannot tell you how much it affected my week because one of the things that were bothering me, and I talked to Jim about this, was that Game Pass they don't have the they don't have the radio calls right now. Oh, they don't. They don't have the they don't have the all twenty two. They don't have the radio calls right now. And Jim, how does the prepares, NFL, by the way, not have that? My God, oh, you're the NFL. Jim prepares like a nut job about it, and I'm trying to prepare to it, pr- prepare for it as well. And I told I I sent them an email. I sent the NFL an email, and Jason goes, "Can you forward me the email? I got to show Jim." And J- and I told Jim, I go, "You don't do it." He goes, "What's wrong with this? It was fine the way it was." I go, "It really. It's not just like we're 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 not like." Stuck in the past, it was fine the way it was, and you could listen to any radio yeah. broadcast you wanted to, and now you couldn't. And I'm like, this is killing me. This is kill. I gotta listen to the cadence. I gotta listen. So thank God, like Jason Gibbs sent it, and then I couldn't do everything I wanted to do. And for this week, I had all this stuff, and I I could not. Like Saturday, I went out to dinner with Liz, and I like was restless. Yeah, that's the a, entire that's night. That's a nightmare. Like yeah. I would start like mm-hmm. in my head, I just started thinking about the next day and going. Like, this is going to be something that people remember no matter what. Like, if I'm terrible at this, this will always be thrown in my face. I want to know your terror level on this because is there – be honest as you can because I know this happened to me with that stand-up thing, which was all fun and games a month before. The day before, I'm being dead honest, and the morning of, I said – I'd rather not do this. I'd, I felt like I was going I'd, to the electric chair. I'd rather have this be removed. If they canceled this tonight, I'd be the happiest I person told on myself, the planet. <laughs> I told myself, I knew it wasn't, I go, time is not, because I, I told myself this is so sick. This is this is part of who I, because I, I really do. People, I know this is a big ego business, and I obviously have an ego. I don't like listening to myself. I won't watch myself on TV. I have a very low opinion of myself. And I will not do any of it. And last Sunday, last Sunday before it, I go, I got a week until this happens. So in my head, I'm going one week, six days at this t- Tuesday at this time at one o'clock will be kicking Oof. off. And so the night before you're making me antsy right now. Oh, my God. The night before, like we're eating dinner. Liz is like, this is so great. We're out to dinner. I'm no. not going to tell you where it was a fabulous restaurant. And Liz is going, this is so great. And I'm, I'm like trying to smile and in my head like I just keep like looking off. Because I'm just thinking about the next day and how scary the next day is. I remember I woke up. I woke up at 5 a.m. I sat there. I ended up going to the bathroom at 7 o'clock right before I, I got in the shower and, and, and left. I left at like 7.15. And I went, 
12 hours from now, this is going to be all over. It's all over, and you'll be you'll, fine. You'll be drinking yeah. a Miller High Life. Feeling good. And feeling okay. I go, no matter what, and I said the same thing to myself on the first night I did the show here. That's mm-hmm. the other time I've, never, I've been that nervous. I go, no matter what you say, no matter what you do, midnight will be here. The, t- the clock will not stop. So just go with it, and we'll, we'll leave it be. And I'll tell you another thing. Jim Donovan and Doug Deacon know a hell of a lot about football, a hell of a lot about football that they, because they're doing the play-by-play, don't get a chance to get you. There are so many things that I heard in my headset. And then this is a blessing. I've been in the booth before during a broadcast and listened on my headphones mm-hmm. in the booth. So I already knew this. The things that Jim can point out in the game, what he sees, coverages, and they're just – he's not – going out of his way to tell us during breaks or anything like that. He's going, you see how this is going? Look over here. And Doug, Doug, like, over the, 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 the knowledge of football that they have. Unbelievable. That's really and, cool. And it's also the, all right, so this guy, like, during the break, so-and-so's coming. I'm not going to tell you, so-and-so's coming into the game. All right, we'll see when Freddie finds him. Because there's relationships between the teams, and he knows that there's relationships between the teams. And it's just – it's little nooks and crannies that get filled in that bring it's, it it's to also, where it is. It's also why the Browns did such a beautiful, incredible thing. Uh, every team should be doing this. They put the camera on Jim, big moments of games – in the fourth quarter. Yes. And then they tweeted yes. out because you see what a pro and what both of them, how great they are. And it's and it's not it, like for me, when I did play by play, I had colorful stuff all over the place. He doesn't need it. It's in his head. Everything's in his head. You can tell he he absorbs it. It's cover to cover. He knows it. He has the relationships. He's able to fill it in, and it comes out on the air. And the best thing is is when you see him when they score, and it's this like moment you can see Dave and Jason, and they're high-fiving in the back, and they're losing it, and Doug's smiling. And Jim, because, again, he's the conductor. He turns. He looks at them. They're handing him a sheet. He takes the sheet. You got, you got his buddy Yak. And you got Dan, and they're showing up the stats, and he goes, 33 yards, Nick Chubb to the end zone. And, then, like, it's, it's the, and it just sounds so good, and it's such an amazing thing to behold. Like, I know that this whole podcast has been, like, radio nerd stuff, and some people are going to be like, who cares? It's, it's such an impressive thing. It is such an impressive thing to see them do it. And it was an impressive thing to be a part of them. And I probably will never do it again, but I at least got to say I did it. Because that was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. Anyway. I'm glad. Um, I'm glad you got the opportunity. Are we going to – now, there's another thing, though. If we did this, we got to I, – I know there's another thing you got coming up here. We're not going to say it because I don't want to jinx it yet because there's all like, uh, da, da, da. we're going to go – if we're doing behind the scenes on me, we're going to go behind the scenes on you and TV on the thing you got coming up that you got to do. Yeah, sure. Because – I know how a radio broadcast can go. T- I can't believe TV gets done at all because all you TV guys do is complain about how horrible things went afterwards, and I'm just watching the <laughs> TV going, oh, this is great. This is fine. This is fine. Oh, my God, the two Akron games I did last year. And I just go, I don't even I, notice. I, I don't even notice any I of it. I thought I was horrendous. And you guys, <laughs> it is unreal. I, I watched Lima do Akron, the Akron game last year, and he was with Dustin, and – I know because I hear you guys and like afterwards, like there's a producer going, I cannot believe this is going. Why did you not hit that? Mm-hmm. I'm going to break your effing face <laughs> if you come in here. And I'm just watching at home eating. 
<laughs> it's just it's totally non-noticeable maybe to me. Maybe it's we make it out to be life and death, and <laughs> oh, we make our jobs out to be so hard sometimes. And in reality, mm, yeah. you know, a monkey could do it, and you it's just fine, move but. on. Yeah, but I, I gotta hear it for when you go behind the scenes at a in the college games you do, because I just think that's so cool. We do that. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations on all your success on Thursday. Thursday so email them. We've been getting more and more submissions. Yes. It's great. Carmen nine two three the fan. Lima at nine two three the yeah. fan. Send them there. Uh, remember to go to Extend Technologies. Tony's great. He's a wonderful man. He's been business a long time, and he'll be in business for a long time, so you get 24-7 customer support. And it's not just about audio, or not just about visual. It's about the audio as well, where you hear it all over your property, not just the house. i got to stop eating anything that has any sort of gas problem during the show. He hooked up my buddy, uh, this Mike, this week. Uh, they did an over-the-phone to try to schedule things out and try, try to piece together a new project. No kidding. And he is pumped. I cannot wait uh, for the finished product. And that's the other thing. These guys don't take forever. I know right now in the con con contracting world or whatever you call it, in construction, whatever it is, anybody trying to do home improvements and they're relying on anybody, it's taking forever. Not at Extend Technologies. They will tell you how long it's going to take. And as God is my witness, they're pretty damn close to being able to pull that off. Woo! Pretty damn close. All right. We done? Yeah, I'm done. Are you guys? Why are you guys all looking at Dirk Hembroff's Twitter account now? Oh, he's, he's a great play-by-play -play announcer. Fabled Dirk Hembroff. All right, we'll be back. Don't forget about our show tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. See you guys. Oh, my God, I just got a text from. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 